Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I'm glad to be sitting down with you today and just sharing some thoughts that I have had recently. First, before I jump in, I want to do our verse of the month. So this is Ephesians 2, 4 through 5. And it says, because, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. I'm actually going to circle back around to that a little bit in this episode, so I'm going to leave that there for now. And kind of this whole idea, I mean, it's something I've been thinking about for a long time, but also kind of was brought back up by the Olympics. I don't know if you've all been watching the Olympics at all or glued to the screen every night or whatever it looks like, maybe none, but it's been interesting talking with our kids about lots of different character issues that come up, but one of the things we've talked about is a lot is how much these athletes train, whether it's you know, back when it was Summer Olympics, spending six, seven hours in the pool a day, or probably more, or people who are training every day, never miss a day, or train 40 hours a week, or whatever it looks like in these intense physical activities. So it's something we've been talking with our kids a lot about, you know, you don't get this good by just, like, skiing down a hill once. (laughs) You get this good by training by really dedicating yourself to it and that has really kind of brought back up to me this idea that's been simmering in the back of my mind for a long time about how training takes time it's a a long-term thing not something immediate and I think this can be kind of hard for us as parents because we really want it to be immediate if our kids are fighting with each other We want to sit down with them one time and say, okay, here's how you handle conflict. And then from that day on, they just magically handle conflict that way, right? Or we might want to, if we have a kid who's been hitting or biting, we might want to come up with this cool plan that's just magically gonna, we do it one time and then they just stop hitting and biting. Like we really want the one time simple fix or maybe it takes a week or you know something like that something quick we want something that's quick and easy and the hard reality of life is that 
often it's not. It doesn't take one week to become an Olympic level figure skater or skier or curling curler. Is that the right word? I don't know. Curling person in the Olympics, whatever the correct term is for that. It, it doesn't take a week. It doesn't take a month and not trying to make us all feel really depressed that whatever habit our kid is currently struggling with. I'm not saying it's going to be years and years of that exact habit, but what I am saying is it takes time. Like Athletes don't expect to be excellent after one practice, after one event. They know that it takes time consistently training. And I think expecting our kids to just magically change after we talk to them one time about an issue, that isn't realistic either as much as we would really, really love it to be. Expecting ourselves to instantly change, to so quickly get great at something isn't either. Maybe you want to get better at cooking. Maybe you want to get better at some specific skill at work. Maybe you really want to get better at exercising consistently because you like how your body feels when you are exercising. Maybe you want to get better, excuse me, turn that off. Um, Maybe you want to get better at whatever it is, reading your Bible more consistently. Maybe you want to grow in patience. Maybe you want to fill in the blank, whatever it is. You're not going to change overnight either. Just like an Olympic athlete or non-Olympic athlete, you're going to have to train little by little by little. Just like your children need you to help them train little by little by little. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Parenting life, they're not these short, quick fixes. And even if they were a sprint, sprinters train hard too for their races. So... It's kind of this idea that I've been simmering on that it takes time. Training takes time. Growing in an area takes time. It takes consistent effort over time for ourselves and for our children. So that could seem a little depressing, but I I don't want this to be, you know, depressingly joyful mom. That's not what, what we're going for here. I want this to be something that that helps us adjust our expectations and because of that we can live more joyfully. If you're expecting your kids going to stop biting after you tell them we don't bite, you're going to be really disappointed and really frustrated probably. But if you expect, okay, this is an issue he's dealing with or she's dealing with, we're going to need to consistently address this over time we're going to need to keep working on it and we will get through it but it's going to take time perhaps I think that can really help us expectations are such a huge thing and having unrealistic expectations can really suck away a lot of our joy so this might seem like a lot of not so good news, this this reminder that everything does, it takes time to learn, it takes time to grow, but there is good news too. And I think the first little piece of good news is that God is patient with us. So when it's taking time for you to grow in the ways that you want to, God is patient with you. And because he's patient with us, 
we can be patient with our kids because we have that power in in us through the Holy Spirit to be patient with them. And I'm not saying this just means like letting them off the hook, you know, letting them get away with things, but just realizing that growth takes time and it's not always going to be a straight line. If, if this were a video, I'd be showing you, you know, the graph where it goes up and down and up and down and then way down and then up a little, up and down, up and down, up and down. It's growth over time. It's not going to look just this nice linear, oh look, they're just, every day they're getting better and better at whatever the thing is. So good news. God is patient with you. If you're struggling to grow in an area, if it's taking longer than you wanted, and he's patient with our kids and he gives us the ability to be patient with our kids as well. The second piece of good news, which kind of goes along with that, is that we have a helper. You are not alone in this. If if the Holy Spirit is living in your heart, then you have a helper who can help you grow. When you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling like you need help to grow in an area, to keep being consistent, to keep investing, to keep trying, and you have a helper to help you help your kids, right? Because it's so hard to know as a parent. When are those times when your child really needs you to to kind of call them to their best selves, to, to kind of push them a little in a gentle way, but like a coach would to say, hey, let's do one more round. Let's run one more lap. Let's try that figure skating routine one more time. To gently and lovingly push them slightly out of their comfort zone to give them just that little bit of a nudge towards growth. And when do our kids just need us to wrap them in a hug and give them some extra grace? They're they're tired or they've had a long day or something is really emotionally messing with them. They're hungry, whatever it might be. And so we don't always know this as parents, but because we have a helper, we can ask, we can say, God, is this a, is this an extra grace moment or is this a, growth moment for this child and so we don't have to have a formula we don't have to have it all figured out we can ask for help and the number three piece of good news here and that's the best news it's kind of circling back now to that verse of the month that I talked about from Ephesians but because of his great love for us God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions it is by grace you have been saved. And and that's the, the bestest, bestest news here. God loves you just the way you are. He's committed to your growth, yes, but he isn't waiting for you to quote-unquote get better before he loves you and accepts you. And that takes such a weight off, doesn't it? When there's an area we want to grow in, we want to get better in, just knowing we are already loved, we are already accepted we don't have to perform we don't have to earn his love for us we are already loved and we can grow from that place of security and safety this is good news for our kids as well because we can give our kids that same assurance of our love for them and god's love for them so one thing that I really like to say to my kids is things like, nothing you can do will change my love for you. Nothing bad you can do will make me love you less. Nothing good you can do will make me love you more. I might feel sad or I might feel happy. 
There might be, you know, negative consequences if you do something bad. There might be great consequences if you do something good, but it's not going to change my love for you. Or another one we say a lot is you could never lose my love. You'll never lose my love. And I think this can help them to just rest securely, to be able to grow and change because it's coming of that, from that place of security and safety, not feeling like they have to perform, they have to impress us, they have to be good enough. So those are some really good news things to help us in this perspective. As far as practically approaching this, one thing that I think is really important is to be gentle with yourself and with your kids. A phrase that I learned from some, I, I wish I could have found it. I tried to look it up. It was a podcast episode that I, a podcast I normally listen to, but it was a guest and I just couldn't find, I couldn't find it. So I'm not taking credit for the idea, someone else's idea that I'm learning from, but this idea of saying to yourself or your children, just out loud, when somebody makes a mistake, when somebody doesn't do something that they were supposed to do, to say, you're learning. I'm learning. Instead of, why didn't you clear your dishes off the table? You know we've been trying to work as a family on clearing our dishes off the table right after we eat. What's wrong with you? Which might be what we want to say sometimes after a long day or the 50th time you've said, hey, please clear your dishes, please clear your dishes. To say, hey buddy, I know you're learning. Can you come back and take care of your plate? Or when I get frustrated and yell at one of my kids because something, some miscommunication, something, for me to come back to apologize to them and to say, hey, I'm learning about how to handle my frustration and not yell at you. I'm learning. I think that can really help us to feel gentle with ourselves and with our children to say none of us are there yet. None of us have it all figured out. None of us are done growing. We're all learning. We're training towards whatever it is that we are trying to grow in. We're training towards excellence of character. We are not there yet. We are not Olympic athletes yet. Another practical idea is there are a few verses that I really love that kind of go along with this idea of like training and growing. So you know that I come up with this. This is a practical application. I have a lot. Write it out on a card. Put it in your car. Put it in front of the sink where you do dishes, put it on your mirror, put it as the phone background, anywhere that you're going to see these consistently to kind of remind you. So the first verse would be Philippians 1.6 that says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God is never done with you. He's never done helping you grow and helping you learn. Another is 1 Timothy 4.8. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. And then this last one I thought was really fun, uh, 1 Corinthians 9.25. It's actually like talking about, you know, I've been talking about the Olympics. This is really relevant. It says, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So those are just some good verses, putting that out to remind yourself. And then a third idea as a practical application is if there's a 
issue, like a consistent issue that's going on with one of your kids. It's, it's biting, it's whatever, sibling fighting, it's their attitude, the way they're talking to you when you say something to them, whatever it is, and one, developing some sort of training plan can help. Whatever that looks like in your family, everybody's is going to look differently, but okay, when biting happens, we're going to do this, this is how we're going to handle it, coming up with a plan ahead of time can really help, and then doing that plan, but also at the same time being open to the leading of the Holy Spirit, like I talked about before. Sometimes it's a really hold your ground on this issue moment, and sometimes it's a what you did was not okay, and I think you really just need a hug right now. Let's talk about it more later. Right now you just need some grace. And then I think the biggest thing with this, if there's a specific training issue going on with one of your kids, is to pray about it. I think it's really easy for us to just, like, try to do the same things over and over and nothing's working or try different things or go to the internet for help. But I actually noticed this recently with my four-year-old, now four-year-old, he just turned four, my four-year-old was having kind of a an issue, a, a specific issue that was going on with him that was really bugging me and wasn't really okay. And so I just decided, okay, talking with him about this isn't working. He wants to control things. He wants things to be his idea. If it's my idea, it's not going to go over well. So I just started to pray about it. God, would you help him in this specific issue? Would you help him with this specific thing? Would you help him show love in this way? And after a couple of weeks, I really started to see this change in him. And no, it's not perfect. No, I'm sure he's not done. You know, just go, oh, that's it. I'm done parenting. Uh, it's not just fixed, but it's so much better, this area. And I didn't do anything. I prayed about it. I asked God for help and he helped. And so I think that's a thing that is really easy for us to forget about, but that we have that help and we can go to God. So I hope this episode has been helpful, has been useful for you to remind yourself to be patient with yourself, be patient with your children to remember that training takes time, whether it's for you, for them, in a sport that you do, whatever that looks like, training takes time and consistent, repeated effort. And that could seem frustrating, but we have help. We are not in this alone. If this episode spoke to you, I pray that, or I pray, wow, <laughs> I'm talking about praying. Um, I ask that you would, if you have a chance, just share it with a friend, let someone know about this episode so that more moms can find the podcast and be encouraged. Thanks for being here today, friends. I'll talk to you again soon.